Fighting Hawks Media Day this Thursday in Grand Forks. Kelly and Matt ventured up to the UND campus and visited with Luke Skokna, C.J. Siegel, Caden Koppinen, Tommy Schuster, and Coach Danny Freund as they prepare for their opener on September 2nd. Welcome, everybody, to UND Football 360. We are at Media Day 2023 here up in Grand Forks, North Dakota, in the Memorial Union. Have the chance to sit down with our running back, Luke Skokna. Luke, how's fall camp going? Uh, it's going well. Uh, you got to love fall camp. It's, it's football all day. You know, you're with the guys, you're with the staff. Uh, you don't have many other commitments, no, no work, no school. So it's a time to really just get closer to your teammates and, you know, uh, just work on your craft. You had kind of a rough year last year. You were out most of the season. Tell us about some of the adversity you went through last year, having to watch your team play without you out there. Uh, and then how have you rebounded from that, and what are you looking forward to this season? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I was unfortunate last year, just beginning of fall camp. Uh, it was tough, obviously, like any injury. Uh, you know, watching watching the games at home on your couch, uh, you know, watching Nebraska on TV, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to play in front of 80,000. So, uh but yeah, it just makes you realize how much you love the game. You know, I don't, I don't take a day for granted. No, how, no matter how banged up you are, how sore you are, uh, makes you really appreciate just the game. Talking about the Nebraska game, uh, some of the other great games that we had last year. What are you looking forward to this this season? Uh, I'm just excited. You know just offense defense uh just to play with each other you know because in fall camp it's more so like just offense versus defense so come the season it's like we feed off each other you know i'm friends with a lot of defense guys it's it's cool seeing someone make a sack or make a big play like we feed off each other so i'm just excited to play with my teammates and uh just week by week's kind of our motto just not to overlook any opponent your senior year this year do you still have a covid year to play yet so do we look forward to having you as a super senior fifth year guy next year or are you gonna uh, or undecided yet undecided i'm just gonna i'm gonna see how this year goes um i just want to play year healthy I'm, I'm confident in my abilities so i'm just gonna see how this year goes and then i also have to do a semester of like student teaching to get my degree so uh and that's kinesiology yeah so okay. i'll be certified in uh, physical education and special education uh so also look forward to that down the road if football's not in your career next year or in, in your plans, uh, what are you looking to do as a career coming up uh, yeah. in your um, professional? I think I'd have a really big passion for coaching and teaching. Okay. Uh, probably at the high school level, I've had a lot of really positive role models that were just able to be there for me. And the more I'm around uh, you know, the schools, you realize that not all these kids have those role models to look up to. So if I could just be the difference in a couple of kids' lives, I think that would be a, a big change. Well, certainly a lot of guys look up to you on the team, so I can't think of a better guy to be able to do that. Um, good luck this season. Uh, looking forward to see you on the turf this year and some of the grass fields that you're going to be playing on. Um, excited to watch you play again. Uh, very electric uh, in the past. So, uh, Luke, good luck this season. Uh, can't wait to see you. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Right now, we're sitting down with senior, fifth year senior, CJ Siegel. CJ. How you doing, man? How's uh, how's camp going? I'm doing well. I'm doing can't complain about much. Uh, camp's going very well. Just uh, getting back into the groove with the guys. We're almost finished now, so getting the game prep. It's been it's been good. This is officially your last year. We got a extra bonus year. There's no sixth years, seventh years, eighth years. No, You're not going to be a 30 year old senior. No. 
still playing football for you, even though we'd like that. Right. We right. would love to have that happen. Yeah, right. But it's not in the cards. So finally, you know, your senior year has come around. What are you looking at afterwards? Um, communications major, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. So what do you got in the plans? So I kind of play it by ear. That's why uh, this last season has been something I've been looking forward to. I mean, I've been here a long time, but just being able to look forward, past the future after this, hopefully win a national championship, and then play it by ear after that. So I've graduated with communications, and I also have a minor in kinesiology. Then after that also, hopefully, uh, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do a pro day, figure things out uh, with that as well. So kind of just taking it day by day. Well, that's a great answer because we can't control the future, right? All you can do is concentrate on today. So that hats off to you, CJ. Anything you do in the future, I'm sure you'll be successful at it. We also got Kelly Howe here. Kelly? CJ, I made it up here, and I got to ask you right off the bat here, let's talk special teams. All right? <laughs> You're one of the best returners there is in FCS, and I understand that. I get worried. I think of John Santiago every time I see you returning kicks. I don't think he ever got hurt returning a kick, but every time he caught the ball, I held my breath, and I thought he's going to get hurt here, and he's not going to be able to run the ball for us. Mm. I'd rather have you at corner than returning kicks. All right. That's my opinion. I got it out there. there what go. do we got for the upcoming season? Are you going to be returning kicks, or what? Are they? What, how does it look right now? Um, as of now, like Coach Costa said earlier, we have a lot of guys who are capable of being kick returners. If I'm placed in that position, I'm definitely fortunate, and – I would say one thing for you, I've never been hurt or missed a game, so I like to keep that up. For Boom, sure. there we go. I just got put in my place. He doesn't get hurt. So now I officially, folks, want him returning kicks the rest of the year. Uh, you got to be careful, though, because, you know, that's that's a pretty bad jinx. So, I mean, it is. saying that's like saying, here, hold my beer, watch this. So, right. I mean, that's just destined to be you know something bad to happen so so we're just gonna wipe that clean all right, all right? Yeah. you didn't say that right and we're gonna move on to kelly's next question <laughs> eight sixth year in the program but i'm seeing a lot of young corners talk about your role yeah tell us about what, what have you found yourself having to be a little bit more of a coach out there a little more because you've seen it all you've done all these drills mm -hmm. you've seen the looks or whatever you got bluette you got dixon you got okansey a lot of young corners with talent but they haven't seen it yet. You find yourself transitioning to more of a coaching role? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I've been here for a long time, so kind of just even following coach steps all these years. He's done a good job in just showing me how corners played and what to do and what to look for. And I kind of just try to instill in our guys uh, the things that I see and the things that I've been through. I mean, I'm always going to be there for them if they need something or someone to talk to, just anything that can help them and put them in the right positions on the field. I have that experience, so I'm just trying to provide as much as I can. You got a game you're looking forward to most on the schedule this year? Definitely always NDSU. I feel like if there's any year, it's this year, especially being at home. So, You guys feeling that, hey, this, I mean, because we already did our predict the season thing. I feel there's no reason you shouldn't beat them this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, based on talent, you guys, the confidence level, the camaraderie and the team and stuff. I mean, is that the feeling you guys are kind of getting? Like it's a little little different vibe heading in this year? Definitely a different vibe. And I feel like um, as a whole squad this year, I feel like, you know, we already know we're going to have challenging and tough games, but we got to go into every game like thinking that we're going to win. Because if, if we don't, I don't know what we're playing for. So 
I mean, I hope this is a big year for us in, in that way. There you have it from our super senior, C.J. Siegel. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to you, C.J. Um, you, you know, we'll have to iron out those kick returns, hopefully, uh, you know, because, you know, you you won't see Kelly probably for the rest of the season. You'll be off playing football, but I have to talk to him every week about your kick returns and <laughs> calm them down and pull them back off the ledge. So, yeah. so I, you know, if, if we need to talk to Bubba or somebody, so, I mean, who, who, maybe we'll talk later. <laughs> but always a pleasure to talk to you, CJ. Best of luck to you in this season. Uh, looking forward to great things. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for the time. We have the pleasure of sitting down with Caden Kompanen, uh, fifth year, sixth year, 17th year senior because of COVID, whatever it is. Um, but uh, we're bl- glad to have you back, Caden. Uh, how's fall camp going? Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on here. And fall camp, it's been going good. Uh, I'm really excited about this group of guys. I think we bring a lot of energy, a lot of competition. Um, sixth one, so, you know, I've done it a couple times now, so I've kind of gotten the hang of, of some of it. But it's always a grind. Uh, we're just getting ready for uh, looking forward to playing against Drake next weekend. We just talked to CJ. Tell us a little bit about, you know, you've been with him for six years. You mentioned that you lived with him for a while. Uh, Just talk about some of the camaraderie we've heard about with this team. And, you know, you played with these guys for so long. I didn't have that. I was only here five years. Uh, But, you know, six years, it's it's, uh, – kind of adds a little bit different flavor to it. So tell us about that. Yeah, that sixth year really makes it a whole a whole lot different. Um, CJ's one of my best friends. Um, and, yeah, we've been living together since we were freshmen in the dorm. And I think just around the whole team, there's a bunch of guys that are all super close on and off the field. You know, we love to hang out with each other. Um, and that always helps with team chemistry. And, and when you care about the guy that you're playing next to out on the field, it makes you want to play that much harder for him. So I think it's a really good thing that we have going for this team is having a lot of chemistry, and we're looking forward to using it this season. All right, Caden, this is Kelly. Oh, um, hey, we heard a lot about defense is simpler, okay? And we um, some of that was going back to the Weber State game and what came out of that here. I've heard now you would know more than me I just heard secondhand you know it might have got a little complicated might have got a little too many checks I don't know that's you know that's just what I heard but so we heard transitioning into the spring and summer we heard defense is simpler can you expound on that like what I think people are wondering what does that mean yeah so no disrespect to any of the old coaches we've had or anything like that but coach Funsfire has just done a great job of of really like you said, simplifying it. So, yeah, there's less checks that we have to make. There's less, you know, switches we make on motion. Maybe we're not checking it off this back or the tight end. And, and when you start having to think about all those things every single play and the offense is motioning or they're going fast tempo, sometimes it's hard to play, go out there and play with a bunch of confidence because you're thinking about, you know, where do I have to be on this play? Um, and Swenchfire's done a really good job of uh, just kind of – not dumbing it down, but just making it simpler for us to make reads, simpler for us to make plays. And, and like he said, uh, he wants us to go out there and play with a bunch of confidence and play fast. And, and we have, when we have a defense that's a little simpler, we can do that. Did you find as, you know, as it went on, did you find you probably didn't need to check per se, like completely get out of the call from the sideline versus maybe just an adjustment, maybe a strength adjustment or something like that? Did you guys find that probably would have just – worked sufficiently just to do something minor with their you know even when they brought in 12 like we were kept bringing in 12 personnel those types of things their trade number their motioning it was it more of a just probably wasn't needed type of a thing yeah i think sometimes 
I mean, any coach wants to come up with a perfect game plan, yeah. and you want to be in the right defense for every personnel and every single play and every motion. Uh, and realistically, that's not probably going to happen because, you know, they're game planning for us too, so they, they know what we do, so they're going to switch it up. They're going to see what worked on us the week before, and they're going to run those types of plays. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, no, hey, I was going to slip one more in here. Um, my brother-in-law, Ryan Kosowski, does the TV for Midco, right? He played linebacker for UND. My wife, who was, oh, 10 years older than him, you know, her, the older sister, said he was tough. She made this statement that during, while he was playing, and I'm not kidding, guys, she made the statement that he's as tough as he is and he's playing right now because he had two older sisters. Mm. <laughs> and I, I paused for a second. I was like trying to calculate that one in my brain now. So I'm, I'm interviewing Caden here and I'm thinking, no, he has three older sisters. Are yeah. you here today? Because you have three older sisters that made you as tough as you are. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my older <laughs> sisters, Kyla, Kelsey, and Cambria. They definitely roughed me up growing up, throwing me against the wall, beating me up out in the yard. Um, no, I don't, think, I don't think they took it too rough on me, but they definitely, you know, they led by example and they gave me, um, you know, good leadership advice. And, and they're people that I look up to and, and they're always supporting me and they're my biggest fans. And, and I think when I have somebody to play out there, Four, like my sisters, I'm going to play harder. So I agree there with that. I think that having older sisters is going to make you a better football player. I never had an older sister, so, you know, so I don't know what that's like. So, I mean, hats off to you for surviving that. Caden, it's your last year, senior year. Uh, I know you don't want to look too far. We're focused on the football season, but what are you looking at afterwards? I know you're a communications major. Uh, football, still playing football, or are you moving on to your professional career? What are you looking at? You know, that's the. I think that's one of the exciting things about life is I don't really know. Um, depending on how the season goes, you know, if somebody wants to give me a shot to continue playing football, I'm never going to turn that down. Um, but if it's time to hang up the cleats after this season, it's time to hang up the cleats, and I'm going to get after it in the professional world, and um, I'm looking forward to that next step in my life, wherever it may be. Well, I have a, I'm, I'm, I like it seeing communications majors. I was a communications major, so, I mean, you always uh, can always come back on with UND Football 360. So Of course, um, of course. I'll keep you know, that in mind. So, I mean, that, that we're at the pinnacle of the media entertainment world, right? right, right? right. So, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't really get any better than this. So, um, no, Caden, uh, been great to see you play all these years. Looking forward to your senior season and getting back out there. Uh, we have some high expectations we're looking forward to this season um it's going to be fun so uh thank you for sitting down with us today yeah thank you uh we also have high expectations for the season i appreciate you guys having me on here and go hawks go hawks We are sitting down with Donnie Ventrelli, a fifth-year senior here. This is your sixth year. I said fifth-year senior. Third year in a row. Whatever it is, you had a COVID year. You've been here for a while. Donnie, it's still a pleasure to talk to you. 
how's it going? How's fall camp? Well, it's going really well. You know, uh, the guys are buying into the system. I've uh, been practicing hard, getting better every day, working hard in the weight room. And, yeah, I'm just excited for the season. About the season, we had the Nebraska game last year. You know, that we were down there. A um, lot of fun to watch. I I thought we were going to pull it off. But talk, looking at this season, what's what are you looking forward to? What game do you have on the calendar this year? Um, I think Boise is one of the games I have on the calendar this year. Playing on a blue field is going to be a little different. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be exciting. A um, couple other games, probably NDSU at home. That will be a big one for us. And SDSU down in Brookings. They're a tough, tough game down in, uh, down in Brookings. Uh, how are you going to get through those road games? What are you, what's your, how's the team chemistry coming along? Is that going to help you guys on the road this year? Yeah, I mean, the team chemistry is always there. Um, guys are – they like to enjoy themselves. They like to hang out with each other. Um, they have a lot of fun hanging out with each other. Um, yeah, I mean, just getting closer through fall camp has been a great thing for us. And the uh, weight trips are always fun, you know, going to each other's rooms and hanging out and just talking about the game and uh, how we're going to get it done. Hey, Donnie, this is uh, Kelly Howe. Um, you moved down to guard this year. Um, you were at tackle. And has that move you – were, you were guard prior to being a tackle. So you've done both quite a bit, right, in your career? Yeah, so I started out at right tackle – and I played that for two years, I believe. And then um, I started out, I think it was or, uh, 2021 season, I started off at left guard for three games, and I moved back to right tackle. And then last season I played left tackle. So, yeah, I've been around the line. <laughs> so, here, let's talk about the transition then. Um, is this Was the move down to – left guard i believe right your left guard this year it was yep. a move down to left guard more of a more of a way to get easton out to a tackle and you a guard or is it or is that a comfortability thing like better for the team or just better you're a better player there anyway or how did that move come about um i think it's uh just a better move for the team better move for our offensive line okay. um easton's a little longer than i am uh he has quick feet he can get out on the edge I'm not saying that I couldn't get it done, but uh, I moved down uh, to help out the the interior three and uh, help the vertical movement in the run game and uh, just to help uh, create some depth in the pocket. That's what I was going to touch on next. Uh, You got a freshman at center, Cade Bolrude. Now, I... Your world is different. I don't understand the O-line. I love it, though. I mean, I love analyzing and stuff, but I don't know why you do what you do. So why don't you tell, like, freshman center, I assume he makes checks. He makes – we'll just call him checks. You guys, whatever you call him, he makes the calls, let's say. Having you next to him, is that a big deal? If he would get up to the line, kind of get locked up, or if he give the wrong one out, would you recognize that type of thing? I mean, as far is it a big deal to have you there is the point to help him out? Um, I think Kate does a really good job. He's a really yeah. smart kid. Uh, he knows most of the calls, and yeah. if he ever needs help, he can ask. But uh, like I said, he's a really smart kid. He's always on top of them. Uh, he goes to extra meetings with Coach P, and he's just learning the system right now, and he makes great calls. He uh, He's a really important job as a center because you have to call out a lot of things, and it bases – like all of the other alignment on what they have to do on their blocks so 
yeah, it's a really important position, and I think he's doing a great job at it. Donnie, your fifth-year guy uh, looking at this season. Um, we don't get any more bonus years. So looking at next year, this is it at UND. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Let's fast forward a little bit. What are you looking forward to after the season's over? I'm actually a sixth year. but uh, Sixth year. Excuse <laughs> me. See, it, it, it's hard to keep track. Six years in a row that we got here. just assume they're all Well, you know, we got to talk to the UND uh, media guy then because it says fifth year on your bio. So if it's if it's sixth year. I did redshirt. So, yeah, fifth playing. Red fifth playing yeah okay yeah <laughs> so uh yeah i mean um i've been here a while uh learned a lot of things and um after football is done i mean hopefully i get the chance to play at the next level uh somebody gives me an opportunity but if not then i really don't know what i'm gonna do um yeah, I mean, that's what's crazy about life. Um, something will probably come along that I can uh, step into if it's not football. But, yeah, kind of just going with the flow right now. Kinesiology major, right? Uh, I actually already graduated out with a communication uh, major. And, uh, oh, okay. I, was also, I also have a coaching minor and a sports business minor, and then now I'm pursuing a kinesiology degree. So maybe coaching or something with sports would be cool to do, too, after football. So, yeah. Well, you're a man of many hats with all those degrees, so that's uh, that hot's off to you, Donnie. Uh, we're going to miss you next year, but looking forward to this season, uh, you know, Kelly and I have high expectations. We're looking forward to it. Um, a good run this year. Uh, gonna enjoy watching you play and any other parting words um just thanks for talking to me and uh let's go hawks go hawks tommy how you doing how's fall camp going uh what do you got to tell me uh it's been a good fall camp uh you know, practice 19 now and we're just now getting into drake drake prep so i think it's productive uh now i'm excited to get Getting the Drake prep, start breaking them down, uh, preparing for them. So it was good fall camp, though. How'd the off season go? Looking at last year into this year, um, you know, great season. Little short of expectations. What was some of the motivating factors that you had in the off season as a team? Uh, I know you guys have gotten really close, good chemistry in the locker room, stuff like that. So, so what what has changed? What have you guys focused on in the off season to make sure that you have the success that you want this season? Yeah, like I said, we had a good season last year. Obviously, we fell short in the playoffs. Uh, first game, we didn't play as good as we could have. Uh, I think it showed us like we, we could easily win that game if we play play a cleaner game early on. But yeah, I think in the offseason, just try to find little things. Uh, you know, When you get in the playoffs, you realize how much the little things matter. Um, so I think just focus on that in the offseason, building the team uh, chemistry-wise. Obviously, we added pieces on both sides of the ball to sort of uh, fill the roster. So I think just whole sum, just trying to find – find little ways to improve ourselves. Kelly and I talked about you in our quarterback review this year. Coach Freund here earlier today talked about, you know, you guys talk a lot and elevating your game. Uh, what's one of the things that that you focused on in trying to elevate your game this year from last year? Yeah, overall, I think, uh, like, some more running last year. I was trying to work on that in the offseason strength-wise, get my speed up a little bit more. 
And obviously, when it just comes to X and O's, you know, be more efficient, uh, find a ways to move the sticks, uh, keep the defense honest. Um, there's always opportunities in the game when you watch film. You know, could, could have got escaped here, could could have uh, could have identified this coverage a little bit faster. So just just pretty much wholesome. Uh, just trying to find little ways to steal a couple more first downs, steal more yardage uh, to, to help keep us on the field and score more points. Speaking of identifying coverages, I had it written down here. I, I was kind of wondering, okay, you're playing quarterback. You get you get the call in, make the call, you break the huddle, you get up to the line. You're getting set. How often, what percentage would you put on how many times you know where you're going before the ball's even snapped versus, I mean, because let's say they're not, they're not tricking you, they're not disguising anything, you can see what they're doing. How often do you know where you're going when the, you know you got a two-by-two two set, you come out with 10 personnel, whatever, whatever you got? Versus you actually getting the ball, turning, and then having to go back to number two or number three. I mean, how often does that happen for a quarterback? I'd say the majority of the time I have a good idea of where I'm going. And obviously, uh, Coach Front does a good job of giving, mm-hmm. giving us outlets. Uh, you know, depending on the looks, you know, they play this coverage, we're going to look this side. If not, we're going to go the other side. So I think he does a good job of building in a lot of options for us, even in the run game. If we don't like a look, you know, we normally have options in the pass game to – to throw, but I think yeah, yeah. normally have a, a fairly good idea. Obviously, sometimes we'll take it away, mm-hmm. and you got to improvise. But uh, he does a good job of making it easy on us and giving us a lot of options uh, when we get to the line of scrimmage. Now at UND, you've set pretty much every quarterback record, or you're gonna set every record I think that exists in the book. I don't know if there'll be some that you don't get. Maybe most incompletions you probably wouldn't get. But no, it's. I mean, we started talking about it last year, and it's just gonna. Yeah, it's just gonna. It's most incompletions in a game. I don't think he's gonna hit that one ever. But um, what's moving forward to 2023? What are your goals? I know maybe those don't even motivate you whatsoever. But what are your goals for 2023? You're either for Tommy Schuster or for the team. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't look too much into the numbers, but obviously I've played four or five years. I'm going to accumulate uh, a fair amount of stats. Um, obviously, just finding ways to be more efficient. Um, you know, I, th- I thought I was fairly efficient last year. Um, finding ways to use my feet more because uh, it helps our offense. You know, it gives gives the defenses another thing they have to think about. Uh, Changes their pass rush lanes. Uh, they're worried about me getting out and scrambling and making plays. So I think just. Find a way to become more efficient, uh, keep our defense off the field, uh, wear their defense down, and obviously we'll turn out to you know, more points and more wins for us. Is hitting the deep ball a yeah. bigger emphasis this year? Like like Matt touched on last year, it seemed like the emphasis or at least a talking point was, hey, take what they give you. You know, you, you scramble out to the right, you see five yards, take it, whatever, and we'll just go, we'll just keep rolling. You started doing that. Mm-hmm. Specifically, that Northern Iowa and that linebacker on the goal line. I still watch that play. It was hilarious. He did not. You, I don't think you'd kept it yet in your career because he was not coming yeah. to you. But uh, all of a sudden, you kept it, and that I think the tape showed the rest of the year. People knew now he'll keep it. You know, type of thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is it for this year? Then would it be because you got some more weapons? You got some more speed downfield. Is it more of a hey, let's work on the deep ball versus the intermediate game? Yeah, that's a, that's a focus this year, I think. Um, obviously, it starts with like building a chemistry um, with the receivers. A lot, a lot of deep ball, obviously, comes into timing and, you know, knowing the stem of the routes, like getting comfortable with guys. So I think it it helps when you have more veteran guys. Obviously, I didn't got like Wes. He's, he's played a lot of football. He, he knows how to run routes, especially downfield. So I think just getting in good sync with those guys so we feel comfortable come game time. And having a better offensive line uh, this year might be the – one of the better ones we've had around here it gives more time and uh, 
allows me to sit more comfortable in the pocket. So, yeah, that, that was a bit of a focus. Uh, try to stretch the field a little bit more this year when we have our shots. Tommy, on paper, you're a senior this year. Uh, are we going to look forward to a fifth-year guy coming back next year? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, a, that's probably the plan as of now. But um, yeah, I know so. things can change. Yeah, but uh, we'd sure like to keep you around for another year yeah. after this. So yeah, uh, that's the plan. You know, we want to get those stats to the stratosphere right. for you. I mean, Don't just break right? You you shatter them. Yeah. You, we got to shatter some of those. So yeah. you know, hang on. We're, we want you around for another year to really make those impossible to beat again. <laughs> um, but business administration after next after next year, uh, what are you looking to for the future? Uh, for school wise, school wise yeah. or a career? What do you, what do you want to yeah, do? Um, yeah, I'll be done with my graduated last semester with my undergrad, and uh, I think I'm scheduled to finish my MBA next next year. Uh, should be next fall or next summer. So, yeah, pretty much just about halfway through that, and gonna wrap that up eventually, and then we'll see what happens after that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes you can't have a plan, right? So <laughs> just got to let it happen, right? Tommy Schuster, it's a pleasure to sit down with you today. We're looking forward to, Kelly and I, you know, look forward to watching the game tape every week and watching the live games. Uh, pleasure to sit down with you today. Uh, looking forward to a great season. Um, we have high expectations, but I think you guys are going to be really good and sitting good this year. So um, good luck this season. Uh, hopefully we can talk here soon. Mm-hmm. For sure. Thank you. All right. Thanks for coming on with us today. We have the pleasure at sitting down, of sitting down with Coach Danny Freund. Danny. Thanks for having me, guys. How are you doing? How's fall camp going? Heard the camaraderie is sky high right now and vibes are good. How's it going? Vibes are really good, you know, but that's, that's always the vibe this time of year when you're zero and zero, you know, and kind of getting ready for the season but I think what we've done from like January until now in terms of building our team um, coming off last year's success and not winning some of those close games against the really good opponents I think our guys are ready to take the next step and kind of starts next Saturday against Drake here in nine days but um, yeah great group of guys a lot of experience coming back especially on the offensive side of the ball so we're uh Expectations are high. They always are. Every year we expect, you know, to win the league and go win a national title. And I think uh, this year we're we're really excited to kind of start that process next week and, and get it going. Coach, in your talk even today earlier, you talked about elevating the game with Tommy and just the offense in general and looking at things you can do. Um, great season last year. Not the success you guys wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the things that you've worked on elevating Tommy's game you talked about and some of the things new wrinkles what have you been focusing on in the offseason to maybe take that next step so we get to that national level yeah I think last last year before last season a lot of the talk was hey man you gotta you gotta create with your feet more and go make go make plays with your feet and it doesn't always have to be running but just he's a really really good scramble drill quarterback when things break down like I mean, you look at the last play against Northern Iowa last year when we were able to ice the game, it was pretty much him making a play. So I just think him doing some more of that stuff and just being aware of how athletic he is, um, that was one of the big steps last year. And I think this year, him continuing to do that, but also we've got to stretch the field a little bit more with the football and go down the field and attack teams that way. Um, and part of it is just having the offensive line to do that. We feel good about the protection. Um, we've added a couple receivers, a couple of receivers that are kind of in their – 
you know, Caden Dennis is a guy that just comes to mind. He's in his second year. Wes from South Dakota. Just, you know, Red Wilson going from running back to receiver. Guys that can really stretch the field vertically. Um, and just connecting on some more of those explosive plays. Um, like Coach Schwensfire talked about, taking those plays away. We want to create those. Um, I think it not only you get in the end zone faster, you don't have to go on 10, 12 play drives. And when you do that, sometimes somebody's going to make a mistake, right? Guys get tired. So I right. think creating those explosives, um, but also from a momentum standpoint, what they do to your crowd, what they do to your just morale, you know, it just kind of those momentum swings in a game. I think you get a lot of those from creating big plays. So when we do our studies in the off season, like third down and fourth down conversions are a huge part. So we were better at those last year. I think we got to continue the success on those downs. And then what we found was just creating more explosive plays will really lead to, you know, more wins. <laughs> That's what we all want, right? Like, Obviously, taking care of the football, all that stuff, but right. we've talked about that uh, with Tommy and just our quarterbacks and, and receivers in terms of what they did in the offseason to really work at that and create chemistry. So I think we're going to be in good shape there, hopefully. You mentioned being able to go down the field a little bit more. You have the offensive line you feel that you can do that with. A uh, big part of that line is Donnie Ventrelli. We talked to him a little bit earlier today. Tell me about the leadership that he's brought to the team being a fifth-year guy. He knows offense through and through. He moved to guard. Uh, he's helping that interior a little bit more. Tell me about the leadership and, and your front five and, and how he has benefited the team uh, this year. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I can remember him starting in year, his freshman year, redshirt freshman year, he was starting. Uh, I remember him playing at Weber State. So he's played a lot of football. That was before COVID. You know, so I think he's going to be his fifth year, maybe starting games for us. Um, but just his leadership as a captain, the guys that guys look up to, um, bringing some of the younger offensive linemen along. Uh, you, the other right guard right now is Sam Hagen. I think he just turned 20 today. You know, um, Younger guys like Cade Borud's a center. He'll be playing next to him. Freshman, uh, second-year freshman. Uh, obviously, Easton Kilty is a guy that comes with a lot of accolades and all that stuff. He's going to play left tackle. Um, Seth Anderson's at right. But just, I think just the, the leadership in the offensive line room, the self selflessness of that position, and just how hard those guys work, I think the whole team kind of feeds off that. Um, and Donnie's not a kid that, I mean, he matured a lot in his time here. That's one of the th cool things as a coach that you see these guys come in, 18-year-olds, I think I made the comment he wanted to play D-line for like his first two years here. And he would have been a good D-lineman, but he would have been a better offensive lineman. Yeah, so I think like just like last year was, was really like we felt good about his leadership last year, but just like taking another step, kind of stepping into that role and really embracing it and not being afraid to, you know, hold guys accountable and, and be, a, you know, some of that player-led stuff that we talk about. I think as coaches we can kind of take a step back and and you can just feel it right like it's not something that you can you talk about it but you know when you have it so i think there's a little bit more of that this year which i think will lead to better results transitioning to the running backs uh, you lost tyler hoosman to the nfl i mean unbelievable transfer i don't know if it could go possibly go better than it did with getting no. a getting a running back transfer that was supposedly sixth on another team's depth chart in your conference I'm like whatever I guess I, I I can't believe how well that went Tyler was an unbelievable kid but you lose him he's on the Chargers camp right now Isaiah Smith's back you got Gavin Zebarth back you got Luke Skokna back healthy now my my concern maybe not even a concern but who is the inside runner? Like, Hoosman had no problem inside. He could pretty much do it all. Isaiah Smith seems like he can do it, 
but is he a full-time? Or you see, it seemed like you wanted to get him in space, obviously, with yeah. speed and quickness. How do you handle the inside running game when you have a collection of running backs? Yeah, I, guess? I think Isaiah's got to take over that role and, and be the guy that can do it. Um, at times, he really like he wants to get outside and dance a little bit. Where we're we're kind of telling him, "Hey, you got to hit this thing and just trust it." And it might go for four or five, or it might you might get out of there, you know. So I think, um, and then the ball security stuff's been an issue for him a little bit um, going back to last year. But when you talk in terms of like a guy that can can do it, and you just need to see more consistency with his body type and what he can do, like his, like Gavin Zebarth is. Is that guy that you want to be there? Is he there yet? Like we'll see this fall. I think he's ready for his opportunity. Um, but just from a just from a physicality and body type standpoint, I think he's a guy that needs to step up for us to be an inside runner. Um, Luke Skokna, um, if he's healthy, you know we know his skill set. But when you're talking about that in between the tackle stuff, like I mean, I mean Zay and I think Gavin are two guys that that need to be able to do it. Um, you know, you look at the other positions, like maybe Quincy Vaughn's a guy that can can throw it up in there in short yardage. Jack Irie, I mean, this guy that plays tight end, but he could played running back in high school. But um, we're going to challenge those backs, and I think they'll do a great job. And and you know, Tyler was Tyler was awesome at that, and just really understood situations. Where do I got to get to? I'm going to get to that goal line. I'm going to get to that first down marker. Like sometimes it's just kind of understanding the game a little bit better and knowing what we want as coaches in terms of ball security and. You know, situational football, and I think those guys have had a year to kind of learn, and they're ready to do it. Speaking of Quincy, I know he moved to tight end, but obviously, the most effective play you have, possibly in your entire playbook, is him quarterback sneaking. Yes, because it works one hundred percent of the time. In the last year, at least, it did. Um, variations off that, we saw one last year at Youngstown, and that went for a walk-in touchdown. Is there double-digit variations off that thing, or how many variations are? How many times will hey. we will we see the quarterback sneak, but yet see something else the next week? I mean, what what can we look forward to? Because that plays so effective. I Dan. know, I know. Um, we had the one last year against South Dakota State that they did a great job. They held our receiver. We had a little stock and go oh, right. off I of I, that. and that was that was they did that was a smart pi take by them. Yeah. Otherwise, we're behind them, but. You know, the funny thing is with that is, like, it's so effective. Like, you just want to – you don't want to outsmart yourself at times. Just take the first down, take the first down. But sometimes on third down, in short, you know you can go for it on fourth down, so maybe we'll take some chances on third. Um, Yeah, I think the Youngstown was third down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's like, hey, like, Coach, why don't we run this? Because, hey, if it's not successful, maybe we'll have another shot at it. But there was one a couple years ago that didn't go well. We made a bad decision, um, probably a bad call, obviously, and, and coach wasn't too happy about it. So there's, okay. as long as they're successful, like yeah. we're going to keep running them. All but right. we got to make sure that the call is the right call in the right situation, um, like the Youngstown one was, obviously. No. But there are variations, and I think the more you can put that stuff on film, the more defenses have to prepare for, and then ultimately it just goes back to we're just going to sneak it you know right but, well they have to widen out a yeah, little bit correct. the backer can't type tight right but yeah. one of the cool things to watch jalen hurts with the eagles last year is just the variations of sneaks you know they got really good at the sneak and then there's you know people pinch in and you can kind of get the edge and create these explosive plays all right on third and short you know it's uh yeah it's interesting and uh, the cool part about it is we know quincy's he can do it but also he He'll bring ideas to the table. Hey, coach, I saw this. Like, the kids are very 
into it and you know when when they have ideas like if you listen to them like a lot of times they're going to work because they're invested and they're going to make sure they they work on the field so yeah it's a good it's a good head coach question though because if they don't go well it's like that's never like, <laughs> just sneak it. Bubba's got to answer those questions, right. and yeah, it's, but that's the fun part about coach. I mean, you, right. you, we're not going to coach scared either. That's the worst thing. We, we're going to do what we do, and it's it's our players feed off that. Hey, before we let you go, one more guy, um, Red Wilson, uh, utility guy, wide receiver, running back. I don't know what he is. He kind of does it all. Your running back room, you know, is maybe four four deep, but could get an injury. Is is Red going to be the guy who's on call at both positions all year? Yeah, I think so. And the main purpose for that would be just getting him the ball. You know, like what's the easiest way to get a guy the ball? A lot of times it's just to hand it to him. Um, but he is a guy that is a true slot receiver. And him and Bo in the slot there, getting those bubble screens out to them, getting those quick screens, and just getting those guys touches, making sure that – because he's a guy that can make you look good. Like he can, he can turn something into – you can get 20 yards in a hurry. So just making sure we get him the ball any way we can and, and, and you know, allowing him to do his thing. Um, but we're going to – he's a receiver, and we want to refine the, those, some of those skills running routes. And, you know, you'll see it. Like, we're going to – with his speed, like, we got to send him deep a little bit. And he's, he, he, can, he can catch the ball, you know. So I think just finding spots to get him the ball and involve him along with, you know, as part of your base offense. Because that's sometimes the trick, too, is just getting all these guys involved, getting them touches, getting them into a rhythm, and, and making sure that you know, you're doing what's best for the team as well. Coach, any final words you want our listeners to know about? How's the uh, preps for Drake coming? Um, anything else you want to tell us? I, the Drake prep's going well. I think we're all excited to kind of get out of fall camp mode. School started this week. You know, We're in the brand new union two or three years old but kind of feels like we're out of COVID now a lot of students walking around like some of these classes are in person again you know so it's just kind of you're starting to feel like it's football season so I know there's a lot of excitement around Grand Forks I would encourage everybody to buy season tickets fill that place up having six home games is absolutely huge and we're going to take care of business at home and then we're going to be better on the road this year too so I think just um yeah, taking it one game at a time, coach speak, but fill the place up for Drake and then fill it up again for Northern Arizona and let us get off to a good start and we're going to make everybody proud. Well, there you have it, Hawks fans. That is UND Football 360's 2023 Media Day coverage. We threw in Donnie Ventrelli as a bonus. He didn't make the banner, but we're glad to have the big guy with us. Be sure to join us this coming Wednesday. Uh, we will be releasing our pregame first of the year for the season opener versus Drake. A reminder, the season opener, Saturday, September 2nd, 3 p.m. kickoff, taking on the Drake Bulldogs. Thanks for listening to UND Football 360. We'll talk to you again next Wednesday. Go Hawks!